What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. I am back. I spent last week in Oklahoma City. I have a lot to share about uh, about last week. It was kind of a crazy week. But uh, before we do that, I just want to welcome you in. It's a great week. We're here in our first week of February. Fe- February Is it February or February? First one. The first one? How's it spelled? I really don't know. How is February spelled? Is it? I got to look it up. F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y. February. You already beat me to it. It's definitely spelled February. But we all say February. Anyway, welcome into Forte Catholic. We are recording in the Red Sea Radio Intergalactic Studios. This goes all the way to Jupiter. Okay, so... It's, we have a great show planned for you today. Uh, one thing I want to start with, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, my time at the Austin DCYC, the Diocesan Youth Conference. It was a blast. 3,000 kids from across the diocese gathered for uh, some great, great speakers. Uh, Matt Reggett, who's been a, a guest on the show, was one of the keynote speakers. Dave Moore, who's been a guest on the show, did the music. Good old friend of the show, Dave Moore. Uh, I got to go hang out on Saturday. I got to do uh, two of the breakout sessions. I was talking about, uh, you know, Catholic guilt must die. You've all, if you've listened to the show for more than, you know, a few months, you've heard me talk about that and how much I despise Catholic guilt. If you haven't heard me talk about it, well, go download more podcasts on ForteCatholic.com. Hooray. Uh, <clears throat> the two things I wanted to share with you guys, though, from DCYC is that Number one, I had an absolute blast, and it went a lot better than I thought it was going to. I w- it was one of those things that like all, there was all these big-name speakers, right? And I was like, oh, nobody's going to come to my sessions. And both sessions were completely full. They had to kick people out. It very, very much helped my pride. I mean, I really enjoyed the day. Really enjoyed the day. The first session, though, I got, I got new material. I got new jokes. It was one of those things that, like, yeah, you know, I was, I, every time I go speak, I do have planned jokes, right? About half of my jokes are planned. The other, you know, there's another like 30 to 40% that it's just like me playing off the crowd. And then every now and then the crowd will have like one good joke. DCYZ, especially that first group, man, they were just add, they were 50% of the jokes. Like they were just, it was just all this interaction of people throw, throwing things out and we were just dying laughing the whole time. Here's the one that I need to share with you. I was talking about, you know, how, there's that quote from Pope Francis that many people, many Christians see lives seem like Lent without Easter, right? That's kind of this premise of Catholic guilt, like, woe is me, woe is me, not uh, participating in the victory that Christ won for us on Easter, right? So I'm talking about how Good Friday, like, wasn't called good, like, that Friday, right? It was a sad Friday. It was a bad Friday. Like, n- nobody enjoyed watching this man that they followed die, Right? So they called it Sad Day, not not Good or Sad Friday, not Good Friday. And somebody from the back of the room said, "The next day was Saturday." And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, man, this is phenomenal." The second new joke that I got this weekend was on the same day, Saturday Night Live aired. I, I love I love Saturday Night Live. I I um was it Weekend Update? We, I don't watch the whole show. I just watch Weekend Update. Every week. And one of the things on Weekend Update this week was uh, <clears throat> talking about Jesus after the resurrection. Like, you know, how 
we all know how he actually was, but it's like if I was Jesus after the resurrection, he would probably I, he would probably say something, you know, he he he'd appear to the people who killed him and go, "You crossed the wrong guy." <laughs> I just I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. And the guy who's Colin Jost, who's the host on the show, waited for everybody to start laughing like Sam McKenzie just did and goes, "Nailed it." <laughs> I just thought it was so funny because I've always thought about that, like how, you know, God's ways are so far above my ways. Like I would have done a couple of things differently if I was Jesus. I would have been on the cross and then they're like, why can't you get yourself down? I would have apparated like, you know, Nightcrawler in in X-Men and I would have appeared right in front of them and then appeared right back on the cross. It's like, I'm here because I want to be right. And I totally would have been that guy, like terrible God puns. Like dad puns to the max, father of the universe puns, right? Uh, Speaking of new jokes, if you listened last week, there's a new joke on the show. There's a new character on the show. His name is Rocco. I believe it's Kukotsila. And he's on, he's on, what he came on for last week was to, he's an Eagles fan, right? So he was talking about preparing for the Super Bowl. And I told Rocco, it's like, man, I'd love to have you on, have you back on after the Super Bowl is over to uh, to talk about his feelings about uh, post-Super Bowl. So, Rocco, welcome back, brother. Hey, uh, how you doing, Taylor? Hey, man, it is another day in paradise. How are you doing after your Eagles won the Super Bowl? Hey, fly, Eagles, fly, baby! <laughs> fly, <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly, huh? <laughs> so you G L E S Yeah, now hey uh uh you might not be it might be kinda hard to hear me. I'm I'm on a Greyhound. I'm on a Greyhound back to uh back to the station. I was in uh, I was in Philly. I was in Philly for the uh for the game. Yeah, you were in Philly. Where do where do you live, Rocco? Well I live here in a station in, in the station here in Texas and uh Oh, the when station. I, I thought you meant the Greyhound station. I think you mean College Station. <laughs> yeah, College Station. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I went back to see my family. So I was down. A, I was down on Fifth and Wawa uh, Sunday night <laughs> celebrating. Maybe you saw me. It was great. I, I think great. I. I think I did see you. They they greased up all the poles so that people couldn't climb up them. But I, I, I think I recognized you on the news. Did you get to the top of one of those light poles? No, no, I don't know. That that that. That's overrated. You know, there's a couple of knuckleheads out there that do that kind of stuff. Most of the people, very peaceful, law-abiding citizens, you know, burn a few things here, tip over a few things there, (laughs) you know, abscond with some some police horses, you know. No, 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 big, no, no biggie, nothing big, nothing, nothing major. <laughs> I think he's like, I'm not going to commit any crimes. Then he listed off a few did felonies you, and a couple of misdemeanors. So. <laughs> hey, did you, but did you watch the game, brother? I did watch the game. And, and uh, speaking of overrated, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady after he lost the Super Bowl? Hey, you know, Tom Brady, sometimes the program on those cyborgs, they don't. They don't update him. You know they don't patch him, right? And uh, he wasn't in top working order, I guess, on uh, on Sunday. You know. Yeah, he was not. So Rocco, last week when threw a lot, it was like uh, there was like more more freaking more freaking offense than in any other Super Bowl. I know. Ever. 
you're right. They broke the record o- over 1,100 yards with the two teams combined. The most ever, not in a Super Bowl, not in a playoff game, but in any NFL game ever. Right. So, uh, did right. you do you have any right. siblings on the hey, defense? You know I want to get. Uh, I know this is a family show. This is a family show. It's a uh, it's a it's a cat it's a show. So you know, I'm supposed. To, I know I'm supposed to be the, the comic relief like that, but uh, you know, those Eagles. I mean, those are some those are some good Christian boys on that team. There's a lot of a lot of love for the for the Lord on that team, you know. Yeah, there really was. Like as the coach was being handed the Lombardi Trophy, he gave it all to God. And like most athletes are like, "Oh yeah, I give it all to God," but you know they don't mean it. Like these guys, you could actually tell. Like they were re- truly giving it to God. And their and their quarterbacks, both of their quarterbacks are are big Christian men. They've got a Christian community community there on the team. You see that they? Uh, you see him? Pray, did you see the video of them uh, praying to our father after the after the in the locker room? I did. I'm I'm surprised you know this because last week when you came on, you told us that you were Catholic, but that you only attend church on uh, on Christmas and Easter. So my question for you is: Do do guys yeah, like this inspire you? you? I was pulling your leg. I was pulling your leg. You were pulling my leg. So you go what yeah, four times a year? Leg, yeah. 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 A little bit more often than that. A little bit more often. So a little close to uh, not completely in mortal sin. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, do people like the no, like, I, like I, your honestly, eagles inspire no, you hey, in your faith? Hey, hey, hey what? brother. What? No, honestly, Why are you yelling honestly, at me? Uh, honestly, you know, you're, you, made, you, made, you made being Catholic fun for me again. And so, you know, I've been trying to clean up my act. <laughs> I've been trying to clean up my act since I've been around you. Well, good. This is the first. Uh, you heard it here first, guys. We are sixty-nine episodes in, and I have finally helped someone. <laughs> so, uh, Rocco, Rocco, what's your last name? Uh, Rocco, uh, Rocco Cucuzillo. Cucuzillo, right? So, uh, I think you uh, said two different names last week on the air. So, I just wanted to make sure that we got it right. So, so apparently, you lied to me on the radio last week, and you told me that. You you only win a couple like twice a year, but we found out today that you go a little bit more. So I want to kind of gauge like what this weekend looked like for you. Were you praying a lot for the Eagles to win? Like, did you put a lot of stock in in God in this victory? Hey, you know, obviously I want I wanted my Eagles to win, and uh, you know, we you know we're supposed to. Uh, Ask uh, ask the good Lord for what what we want. So yeah, I mean, I said you know, said a few prayers, said a few prayers here and there. But uh, you know, at the same time, you know, it's it's not the most important thing to be praying for, right? So you know, I didn't go, I didn't go, you know, too overboard. So you didn't do like other some people. I know they make promises. They're like, God, if if uh, you make Tom Brady uh, drop this last pass, or you know, his his last pass is dropped. Then uh, I'll you know go to church every Sunday. Did you make any promises like that this weekend? No, nah, I didn't make I didn't make no promises like that. I, I you know I thought uh, maybe I'll try to try to you know observe uh, you know have a have a good line. You know, maybe I thought that's what I could do. Maybe maybe have a good line. You know, Rocco, it's like you're reading my notes. That was my next question. So what what are you going to be doing for Lynn? I want to know what somebody who's just uh, you know, on this fly eagles fly on the top of the world, uh, you, you know, we're about to move into this penitent season. So, uh, what kind of things do you think you'll be doing for Lent? Well, I think I'm going to start off by, uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stop making fun of Patriots fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's your first uh, no, mistake. No, no. You lied. That was, a, that was a just, just, 
just a little joke, just a little joke there. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a kind of a big uh, kind of sewer of uh, of uh, espresso coffee. I might I might think about giving up coffee for uh, for lunch for lunch. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, well, that's great. I uh, I hope it does great things for your teeth. So so uh, throughout the game, I it was an amazing game, just back and forth the entire time. Was uh, what were your feelings throughout the game? Did you did you think y'all had it in the bag the whole time? Were you stressed at any point? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was stressed uh, the whole time there because uh, you you can't ever count out those uh, you can't ever count out the. The, the the Patriots with with Brady, you know, I was prepared uh, for them to come back at any point. I mean, you know, that last that last throw to to the, to uh, Grabowski or Gronowski, Gr- Mike Wazowski. It's Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I mean, I I fully expected him to catch it. I thought we were gonna lose it on the last play, or we we would have lost it on the last play, but we would have been going to overtime. I was prepared to go to overtime. You know, I thought it was gonna happen. And still no prayers during the game, huh? <laughs> well, hey, Rocco, congratulations! Congratulations on the victory, man. I just, you know, cheer uh, and talk. You know, talk about the game with my uh, with my friends, my my family. Uh, not never been much of a, a guy to praise during the game. Gotcha. Not, not really. Gotcha. Yeah, you have to reserve uh, Sundays for God unless football's on. Then you have to cut them out for four hours, right? Amen? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> See, I'm uh, just painting you painting you into a corner here. So, uh, yeah, let's get into that. Like, who did you watch the game with? Uh, were you around other Phillies fans? Were you around Patriots fans? Like, what did you do for the big game? So, we uh, yeah, we got together at uh, uh buddy of mine's house, and uh, we had some other other folks over there was uh one uh one of his co-workers is a is a patriots fan and uh she came over and uh she was a, she was a good sport and we didn't we didn't razz her, razz her too hard uh and there was a lot of kids running around with the uh, eagles jerseys on and you know singing singing the fight song uh we had you know great food plenty of beer uh we we said we did say grace and a, and a prayer for the uh for the uh, for the players before before we ate, so we, we did pray for the two the two teams and that everyone there'd be no you know injuries and nothing like that. So you know, did you say grapefruit? No, great food, great great food. food. We both heard grapefruit, and I was about to say like you know that that that's God's least favorite fruit, right? Like in Genesis chapter, you know, in the in the first couple of chapters, it never says that Eve ate an apple. I'm convinced it was a grapefruit because those things are terrible. Uh, never thought about that before. <laughs> I like I like grapefruit okay. You like grapefruit okay? Well, you you yeah. would. So, <laughs> and you've probably never uh, thought of it before because uh, you're not very smart, Rocco. Hey, Taylor, come on now, buddy. What have I ever done to you? That's not very Christian. You you lied to me last week, and you lied to me again today. I'm not sure what to believe, but all that I believe is that I'm just kidding. I totally love having you on, Rocco. It is always a blast. Hey, I want to thank you for hey, your man, for your you time again. Forgive me because you know I'm making this character up as I go along, so you got to forgive me for those lapses in the in the the storyline. 
Well, we'll continue to get uh, Rocco's backstory over, you know, over the next, <laughs> you know, Rocco will will return. I guess we'll say that. It's like at the end of a, a Marvel movie, you know, we get through the, the grand finale and then you get through the credits and then it says, you know, Spider-Man will return. Rocco will return to the show. Rocco, I just want to thank you for being such a great part of Forte Catholic for the last couple of weeks, helping us to make Catholicism fun again. Hey, really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I'll see you soon, and uh, go Eagles. World champions. (laughs) Thanks, Rocco. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sam, you said last week that, uh, that the last segment of last week's show was your favorite that we've ever done. Why do you like Rocco so much? I I don't know. He's just so funny and you just don't expect it. It's just great. You just it's just great. Greatness. You, you know who he reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of the general manager of this radio station. Yeah, they look very similar. They, they do look very, very similar. They might be brothers or something. Maybe like twins. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Thaddeus is the uh is the favorite son of the Cucuzilla <laughs> family. So <laughs> that makes sense because when I look, I I think Thaddeus is going to talk, but Rocco's here. Rocco, Rocco is here. So yeah, guys, Rocco's so much fun. If you were completely lost, go back and listen to episode sixty-eight of the podcast. It was the last segment. Uh, speaking of segments, uh, this is the end of this one. And Sam, uh, that one. I think it's probably up there in one of your favorite segments as well. This next one might be too. We're going to bring him back, Matt Martinison. Uh, we're going to be playing the Catholic card game. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Two of Forte Catholic Radio. I'm your host Taylor Stroll, and uh, here in our second segment, we always uh, bring in a guest right in the middle of the show because you're probably getting tired of me at this point. So it's not very often that I have guests come back onto the show. Right, the show's still kind of young, so I'm get- reaching out, and getting some new people. But there's been a couple of people come back. Um, some like the likes of of Trent Horn and that you know that sort of thing. Right, um, <clears throat> we've got. A return guest today. He's one of my. He's one of the most creative people we've ever had on the show. Uh, Matt Martinison came on uh, a few few months ago, something like that, to talk about the Catholic comic book that he made. And it was all it was all on Kickstarter, and and uh, I just he sent me one of the books. It's my favorite book that I read in 2017. Um, that should tell you a little something about me. But he's got this new game that's coming out. I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'm going to let him explain it. But uh, first, before we do that, Matt, how are you this evening, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, it's great. I I want to like challenge myself. I bring people on with the challenging last names to challenge how good of a <laughs> how good of a host I am. So you'll notice I haven't said it yet. <laughs> I'm, you actually did say my last name, and you got it right. Did I? I was actually. Oh. Yeah, I was kind of taken aback. You did good. Either you have great pronunciation skills, or you have a great memory. So either way, you are in the wind. Or, or I said it and I didn't remember. So I don't know if 
you complimented me, but I'm also an idiot. So take it, take it <laughs> how it is. So uh, I thought the Catholic comic book was genius. It was hilarious, and you brought it all together. You've got something new for us. Why don't you uh, just introduce it for us tonight? Sure. It's, uh, it's called The Catholic Card Game. Uh, and as you can tell, I have a really clever way of titling things. I uh, say what it is, and I put Catholic in front of it. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> uh, essentially, it is a prompt and answer game similar to Apples to Apples or Cards Against Humanity uh, of whatever side of the spectrum you are on of, of card games that you play. And it's completely for Catholics, uh, developed by my wife and I. It's got stuff. Uh, all the cards are stemming somewhere from the Catholic faith. Uh, not it's a, not necessarily just scripture, but uh, you know, inside jokes, uh, popular Catholics, things that we all do that everybody knows we do. Or I mean, we tried to make this as diverse and as uh, expansive as possible, uh, and we're really proud of it. It's uh, it's really fun. We played it with some friends. It works, which was also a great thing. We're like, hey, this game, it works, and it's pretty funny. So we're proud of it. We're excited about it. We're super close to our goal. We need, need 22,000, and we're at we're over 20. So, I mean, it's going to happen. We've got nine days, and like this game's going to happen, and I'm super excited to share it with everybody. Yeah, this is crazy, man. When we You uh, reached out to me like three weeks ago, I think, uh, and you were like, hey, can we get on to talk about this game? I said, absolutely. Um, just because how, of how much I love the work that you had done on the Catholic comic book. And at that point, like, I don't remember the number, but it was, it was nowhere close to the goal. And I was like, Oh man, like it's three weeks away. I think this is a great idea, but there's just not much backing behind it. And then I went to support it myself today. I was like, what? Like we're almost there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so my hope is that uh, people listen to the show uh, this week, whether on the radio or on the podcast, that the listeners of Forte Catholic th- can uh, can help you get there uh, to get to that goal because I'm super excited about this game. I'm a big fan of both Apples to Apples and Cards Against Humanity. Yes, I've gone to confession since I played. Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> um, I-, I love this game, and which is interesting because I'm crazy competitive and I always want to win. And games like this, you have no idea what's about to happen, right? There's almost no strategy to it, and it's, I think it's why it's hilarious, because it really comes down to people making these choices. So um, I don't know how you think of this stuff. You know, so, like Some people can look at this now that it's out and be like, oh, this is a simple idea, yet no one else had thought of it. So like, how, how, do you, how are you playing a game, and all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to make a Catholic one of these? I don't know. Divine intervention, maybe. Uh, actually, so the way it happened was I saw an ad for an IT version, like tech people, which I'm not. And I was like, well, if tech people can have their own version, I bet Catholics could too. So I kind of started jotting down some ideas. Uh, and then I, my wife sat down and we were talking about it. And before we knew it, we had, you know, a hundred different ideas for cards. And we were thinking, whoa, this might actually this might actually work. Um, so it's just kind of a, I saw a different version and there's other ones on Kickstarter that have uh, like other versions. I mean, and this, this type of game, uh, people have like commented on stuff like you got this from cards against humanity. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we all know it. And, but there are, there are tons of different variations and uh, for all different types of people. And I thought, you know what, 
I think it would be great if we had something for Catholics. Uh, and something my wife was really wanting for this was it's so easy to just have a fun conversation about, about Catholicism, about the Bible or Jesus while having a board game night. This game like makes it happen in a as deep a level or as a comedic level as you want it. I mean, it's, it's diverse in its cards. And so it's, um, I wanted to make something for us completely for us. Uh, and this is it. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like I saw some stuff on like that on, on the internet too. I'm like, why are you people complaining about this? Like, I think you're just mad that you didn't think of it, you know, because like, if you look at an, any board game, how many different versions of Monopoly have you seen? Off the top of my head, I can think of 28. You know, like there are so many exactly. diff- different versions and people like buying those those different versions. Um, I mean, cell phones, you know, you take an idea and then you reiterate it and you try to meet your audience. And I th- that's exactly what I think you're doing. And me personally, the reason that I like it is I'm getting kind of tired of apples to apples. And the only other option for me was Cards Against Humanity. And like I said earlier, I need to go to confession after every time I play that game. I won't have to after this game. It might inspire me to go, but I won't have to after this game. So I think it's a wonderful alternative. So here's what we're going to do. You are, I think you're in, uh, you're in uh, Minnesota. Where are you at? That's right. Yeah, you're in Minnesota. Cold Minnesota. You poor, poor man. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so bad for you. Um, so uh, you are in Minnesota. I'm here in our in our uh, Red Sea Radio studios in College Station, Texas, uh, joined by my producer Sam and our uh, our number one fan Maka. So <clears throat> you sent us some of these cards. We're actually just going to play this game. So for people who have who uh, who are hearing about this and haven't quite gotten it yet, first of all, go to Kickstarter.com. We've got to help this help this project come to fruition. Uh, Kickstarter.com. If you type in the word Catholic in the search bar, the number one thing is the Catholic card game. Uh, the number four thing is the ultimate Catholic comic book. So you <laughs> you have uh, you've you've uh, struck a chord. So ninety one percent of the way to go with nine days to go. So uh, head on over to Kickstarter. We're gonna prove to you how fun this game is. So. Um, Matt, you sent me these cards. We all have them. <clears throat> I have yellow cards, which are like the prompt cards, and I'll be reading those out. Uh, m- me, the two people here in the uh, in the uh, in the studio, <laughs> and you over in Minnesota are all going to be putting in the card that we think best describe uh, will best answer <laughs> the prompt. Sam's cheating. Stop reading them all. Okay, so here's what you need to tell hey, you us. You got to prepare. She's- She's doing great. Oh, she's, she's just over there giggling. Um, so h- how many of the cards do we need to get a piece of the uh, answer cards? We, we do seven for creation. Seven I mean, I, for creation. I'm saying this is, this is a Catholic game, people. <laughs> okay, cool. So we have like ten. So just get seven of them, Sam. Sam's already trying to cheat. Okay. So we're all going to read up instead of, you know, obviously you can't see them because this is radio. Welcome to your car. Um, so I'll read the prompt. I'll give everybody a couple of seconds to think of their, uh, to find their best answer out of their seven. And then I'll give everybody a chance to read off their answer. Uh, so here we go. Okay. The first prompt, youth ministers love talking about blank. Youth ministers love talking about blank. <laughs> oh, I hope that's the right okay. choice. <laughs> uh, 
this this one's mine. So uh, let's go with Sam. Sam, what's your answer? Living at my parents' house until marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Maka? Being holier than thou. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Matt? I'm going to go with Adam and Eve's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Sam's. Yes. Sam gets, uh, a, Sam gets a point. So Maybe I will actually win on a Forte Catholic game. Maybe you will. Probably not. I never win. <laughs> maybe not. No, I'm really bad at this game. You might win. Sam's got one. We all have zero. All right, uh, Matt, this is going to be your prompt. You're going to be picking from I will be canonized for... <laughs> I will be canonized for. I'm so excited. Me too. I will be made a, st- a saint. Canonized for. Mine is flipping tables. Oh, that's Ooh. funny. Okay, mine is trying to stay in the state of grace in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> mine is sweaty hands at the sign of peace. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have put in being in six weddings in one year. Oh. <laughs> Dang it, that was... Oh, I had that one. So which which one are you picking, Matt? Uh, I will do flipping tables. Flipping Dang tables, yes. That was a good yes. one. That's good. He's, he picked the man who has the power to mute him at any moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to come back on your show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for, for the Catholic... Uh, uh, Something, who knows? Umbrella. <laughs> Umbrella. Um, all right. <laughs> Sam, this one's yours. Okay. Because I want to win. <laughs> Jesus specialized in blank before his public ministry. Jesus specialized in blank before his public ministry. I don't... Oh, man. This is tough. <laughs> it's okay. None of mine are good. Go Jesus specialized in Sam. You got one. A- am I supposed to? I'm supposed to put one. Oh in no, no, you're not supposed to get uh, Matt. What's yours? Being in the state of grace. Being in the oh, state of grace. That's true. I mean, accurate. Am I right? I mean, right. That yeah, it's just true. All right, Macca. Okay, offering it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is knowing the sign language of Jesus loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that one's really funny, <laughs> but I feel like you have to go with the truth. The truth. Matt, Matt all has right, my Matt, vote. Matt gets one. Yes. All right, so we're win all, my own game. We're all winning except Macca. <laughs> Macca's the only one I'm without so a point. I'm so bad at these games. And guess what, Macca? You're not going to win this one because this one's yours. <laughs> Jesus would never be caught blank. Jesus would never be caught blank. <laughs> All right, mine is not focusing during a rosary. Mm, that's a good one. Ooh. Sam? Mine is still saying and also with you. <laughs> I like that one. And uh, oh, mine, oh, is, uh, mine is crushing on the youth minister. <laughs> <laughs> he would never be caught doing that. So, Macca, which one do you think it is? I like Sam's the best. Yes! Sam's, yeah. Sam's was... Uh, impar- Completely hey. the worst. Hey, hey, calm down over there. Okay, uh, who are we at? We're at me now, right? Mm-hmm. We're at me again. Blank, the number one reason for staying chased. Chased. Blank, the number one reason for staying chased. That would have been the good parents one. Okay. Uh. Maka? Being in six weddings in one year. <laughs> uh, Matt? 
a Christian fish tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? Blaring trumpets? I don't know. Okay, don't know Matt wins that one. That was good. Matt's got two. Sam can't get this point because Sam's is... Saints pray for people who struggle with blank. Saints pray for people who struggle with blank. (laughs) Mine's, I don't know if mine's gonna be. Um, mine's the Protestant Reformation. Oh, it's funny because Protestants (laughs) don't like saints. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maca. Um, ending emails with a Latin sign-off. Oh. <laughs> Matt? Trying to explain the Trinity. Oh. Uh, um, I choose Maccas. Maccas? Yeah, I get a point. Okay, you only did that because you're friends with her. Hers wasn't the funniest. Okay. I just <laughs> want Macca to have a point. <laughs> no, she wins everything on this show. That's going to be the reason she wins. She's actually going to play well. All right, we got a couple more. Uh, Matt, this one's you. Doubting okay. Thomas wished he was known for blank. Doubting Thomas wished he was known for blank. Mine's actually true. <laughs> I'm going to say going on a mission trip because Doubting Thomas doubted one time, got known as Doubting Thomas, who's actually the apostle that traveled the furthest to bring the good news to people. So Doubting Truly. Thomas was best. Uh, Maka, what's yours? Doubting Thomas wished he was known for? Cutting off the guard's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Saying hi to Jesus for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with uh, cutting off the guards here. Cutting yes. off the- I told you, Mac is going to win this stupid game all because of Sam. Why are you ruining a good thing? All right, Mac, I can't get this one because it's Mac's turn. Uh, when Jesus comes again, what will he talk about first? When Jesus talks or comes, ag- comes again, what will he talk about first? Uh, mine is minivan envy. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? The King James Bible. <laughs> Get that crap out of here. <laughs> and uh, mine is Thomas Aquinas' haircut. <laughs> I like that one. That one? <laughs> yeah, Matt. Okay. Matt's, Matt has three points. Sam and Macca have two, and I have one. And we have one more left. Uh-oh. And I'm guessing, so I can't win. So it's all up to, it's all up to you guys. See if you can catch Matt. Every Catholic girl's dream. Every Catholic girl's dream. I don't have a good one. I don't have a good one. All right, Matt. Um, I'm gonna have to say floating during prayer. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Being first in line to board Noah's Ark. That's the best I had. Okay, yeah, Macca. I only have three cards left, and they're all bad. Um, <laughs> Should have sent you more cards. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no it's great. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put fearing the Jews. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I chose that for her, though. Oh, my gosh. Sam Matt, chose it for me. Matt wins. Matt, you've won it your own game. You have crushed me. Hey, guys, go check this game out. It is so much fun. We, we had uh, a few of the cards. It's going to have dozens and dozens more. Uh, head on over to kickstarter.com and search Catholic, and you'll see the card game. Go support it. Let's get them to fully funded. Matt, thanks again for coming on this evening. We had a blast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. God bless, man. God bless.
Guys, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. But before we do that, head on over to kickstarter.com right now. Let's get this game out into the public. Hey, you've made it this far. Congratulations. That means there's at least part of you that likes what I have to say. If you want to hear some more things that I have to say that aren't necessarily on the radio, you can follow me on social media. Facebook, uh, it's Taylor Schroll, The Forte Catholics, the page there. Twitter, at Taylor Schroll. Instagram, same thing. I'm on uh, Snapchat as well. Don't look up on MySpace because I don't have my password. Can't find it. And uh, the picture on there is still stuck of me on a beach like my freshman year of college without a shirt on. So don't go there anywhere else. Let's connect. I'd love to get to know you guys. We'll be right back with the last segment. All right, we are back for our final segment of Forte Catholic for the day. In our first segment, uh, if you missed it, you got to go back and listen on the podcast. If you're driving in your car now and you're just tuning in, uh, Rocco Cucozilla, a Phillies fan. Not Phillies. Philadelphia Eagles. Phillies is baseball. Welcome to baseball season, everybody. Football's over. <clears throat> Big Philadelphia Eagles fan. We had him on the show last week to talk about the Super Bowl. He came in and I, we're, he's so Rocco's a character, right? <laughs> both In both senses of that term. <laughs> Uh, so we're still trying to figure out his backstory. Rocco is still trying to figure out his backstory. <laughs> so we're not sure how good of a Catholic he is, but we do know that for once I'm a better Catholic than this person, right? So uh, he goes to mass a couple times a year. But we started talking about Lent, and he, uh, you know, this is our last show before Lent starts. So Rocco. Started thinking about his Lent, even though he only goes to church four days a year, uh, maybe two. <laughs> We're not sure. He lies to me constantly. So, um, But I thought it was kind of ironic because he knows what he's doing for Lent. And I don't have any idea. Producer Sam doesn't have any idea. Little Macca, who also hangs out in the studio, has no idea. So, Sam, I have a, I have a question for you. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, for my Lent, mm-hmm. uh, m- most most people know, I think I even talked about on the show, that I didn't do New Year's resolutions because why set myself up to fail, right? <laughs> like, okay. n- no, I'm, I'm just like everyone else in that I don't do well with changing myself for the better so it's just <laughs> just like people try to do at the beginning of, at the beginning of the new year it's like oh yeah i'm going to go to the gym every day right have, i think i've told you about my my workout plan this mm-hmm. year right so every year <laughs> on january 1 i start with this app called couch to 5k it's supposed to over the course of i think like eight weeks or something you run three times and it slowly, it lets, like at the beginning, you walk and then you run and then you walk and then you run. And over the course of the however many weeks, I don't know because I've never gotten there. Like that's kind of right, the point, right, right? right? So I think it's like eight weeks or something. You're supposed to be able to go from like, you know, fat and out of shape like me right. to <clears throat> fat and out of shape but able to run a 5K, right? So, <laughs> so um, it is what? T- today as we record this, it's February 6th. Yes. On Saturday, which was February, uh, this is so hard, February 3rd or something. Yeah, I think it was February. I don't know. This uh, th- three days ago, 
the can, third. Can yeah. I? Yeah, six minus three. Good. Yeah. yeah. We figured it out. We did it <laughs> together. So February third, I did day two <laughs> of Couch to Five K. And and you started I, on, on the first. Uh, see, well, to be fair, I started on the first by downloading the app. Okay. I did my first run like the third week of January. Okay. Okay. So it's like a process. Uh, my, okay. My excuse was that it's just just very cold, and I don't like it. Right. Okay. Cold, rainy. Very. It's very gross. I'd I'm, rather eat. Exactly. There's just so exactly, many things. Exactly. So I uh, started doing that, and then I was like, "Well, that's not going to work, right?" <clears throat> so then I decided. Uh, like two weeks ago, so end of January, I, I actually decided what my New Year's resolution is going to be. Uh, a lot of people know that I, I love Kendrick Lamar. I grew up listening to rap. Um, I don't like modern rap anymore because they all suck. So, but Kendrick is actually pretty good, right? And it's he's it's interesting. He's a Christian guy. Uh, if you are offended by profanity, don't listen to him because he cusses. He's a Christian man trying to figure, he came from the street trying to figure out his life, right? Like, I, I love his honesty. Um, but if you don't like cussing, don't go elsewhere. Uh, listen to Chant or something. So, um, in a lot of his songs, he always said, you know, I'm praying for people, but ain't nobody praying for me. Like, that's kind of one of his things that kind of goes throughout this whole album. And over and over, I was driving. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing hand motions. This is the radio. <laughs> driving to Fulcher couple of weeks ago and i kept i was listening to the album and i was uh, he- hearing him say over and over ain't nobody praying for me so my new year's resolution that started on like january 26th or something was that for the rest of the year anytime kendrick lamar says ain't nobody praying for me i'm gonna pray for him right then <laughs> right nice. so so now uh, it's kind of odd because i'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart but kind of by doing it i'm making him a liar it's it's very very weird but um, here's my question for you. Since I just started this mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago, can that also be my Lenten thing or do I have to have something new? Uh, I think it depends on the person <laughs> who you talk to. I, I'm, not, like, I'm not asking them. I'm asking you. <laughs> I know. But like, if I think about it, I know people have different opinions like, oh, I'm going to do something extra instead of giving up something like some people are totally against that like you have to give up something right, those are the people that listen and to so <laughs> so there's just like all these different opinions i i think you could you could still do that like that could be your like prayer part of your lint maca oh she's gonna have a different opinion you can already tell yeah. look at her look at her <laughs> T- talking to your microphone maca okay so uh, personally, since I think that you already kind of like started as your resolution, like resolutions, all right, and what all right, you do for mute her. Different. I, mute, mute her. We're done with her. Oh, uh, so, I'm sorry, I, you've I, been I, muted. I think she's right, though. <laughs> I think I have to do something else. But but can you like add on? Can you like, do some other things? You're unmuted. Oh, went... What if you prayed for someone else that was famous? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do for Lent? I prayed for two famous people. <laughs> Like I just just saying that out loud, I feel like it's not good enough. And just like my New Year's resolution, I started three weeks late. Like, <laughs> what, what is it, Leitare Sunday, the pink one? Yes. I, I, what if I just start then? Start there. 
So here's what here's what I'm here's what I'm actually. So I was thinking about this. Okay. And I actually figured out my answer. I I thought about. It, I was like, you know what? That's not good enough, Taylor. Like you need to be better. Okay. So you have some some other ideas. I, I do, and it's another one of those things that I'm, I'm actually pretty upset. And anyway, okay. So at the, at the beginning of the year, okay. I also wanted to start like actually reading my i talk about the bible app all the time right mm-hmm. and I, I said a couple of weeks ago that I, I was like rededicating myself to it right and i invited p- people who listen to the show to join me as a friend on the bible app you can like do bible plans together i got a couple new like bible friends out of that it was pretty cool that's cool um so around the beginning of the year i started like dedicating myself to it again. And what's cool is like the Bible app started doing streaks, like kind of like Snapchat does. <clears throat> like how but instead of like sending, you know, sending a Snapchat every day or whatever, it's how many days did you actually engage with the scriptures in the Bible app? I I was so upset because I was doing so well. Aww. I got like most of the time, like I was in a pretty rough stretch. Let's just I won't say how long my streaks were. Let's just say they stayed in the single digits for <laughs> quite some time. <laughs> so at the beginning of the, like, you know, it was until Saturday, which, you know, there's what, 30, 31 days in January? Yeah. I had like a 26-day streak going where, like, I actually did, like, my time in the scriptures. I was very proud of myself. Wow. <laughs> Saturday, I woke up in the morning. I prayed. Went to DCY. Drove to DCYC. Spent the whole day praying, talking to people about God, sharing this message, like engaging with the community, right? Drive home, praying while I'm driving home, get home, go straight to Spling Bling, which is like the St. Joe's That's fundraiser. Right, yeah. I get home, I'm exhausted, and I go to sleep. I didn't open my Bible app. No. My entire day from when I woke up to when I went to sleep was surrounded by the Christian community. <laughs> I prayed throughout the day. I just didn't have time to get on my phone. Right. So I broke my streak, and I'm so upset. You can't like go in and fix that, like. No, it's not like time hop. They don't give you a. a, a, a Just mullet. add it at the end. It's fine. I'm sure they're like. I'm sure they're like. You can't lie to God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he does know. Yeah, believe me, he knows. <laughs> so here's my thing. Okay. I want to get through all of Lent with a streak. It would be the longest. They just started streaks like three three months ago. So. Almost, almost literally, I couldn't have gone that far, right? Right. I'm going to get the streak. <clears throat> I mean, I I should, like, I want to start now, <laughs> but at least, like, Ash Wednesday until Easter, I want to be in my Bible all the time. And it gets, it gets difficult, right? Because, like, on Sundays, like, mm-hmm. I go to Mass, and I'm, I'm, like, surrounded by, I'm praying for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, like, that's a lot of times when my streak gets broken. It's kind of ironic, right? Mm-hmm. It gets broken on Sunday, the Lord's Day, but it's because I'm, praying i'm leading worship i'm speaking at youth nights all this kind of stuff right like the day's kind of about god well here's what i'm gonna do i don't care anymore i just want to get my streak from now until easter okay so you people you two needs to hold me accountable to it people listening to the show need to hold me accountable to it if you want to join me please do that would be fun because i need some accountability (laughs) But I, I really do. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I, I, they have this new ability to do plans together. It's a lot of fun. They have some Lenten plans that I'm going to be starting. So if you want to do it with me, let's do it. <clears throat> Speaking of this Bible app, I don't think I've talked about this publicly yet. I told a couple of my fr- uh, a couple of our coworkers when we were uh, driving to Top Golf. So, like I was talking about at the beginning of the year, that I started this Couch to Five K app. Right? I I was like, you know what? 
I need to lose some weight. I need to get into shape. So I started, you know, doing couch to 5K, as in I've ran twice. And then <laughs> I started, like, you know, making better choices when I'm eating. I'm not eating late at night. You know, instead of eight brownings, I'm having three. You know, like I'm improving, right? So uh, I started, I was looking through Bible plans on the Uverse, on the Bible app, trying to find something, just trying to find a regular plan. I wasn't even thinking about a weight loss one. And then this one for like 21 days of encouragement for weight loss popped up. Or it's 21 days, something like that, right? And I'm like, you know what? I should do this. It's like encouragement, daily Bible verses about, you know, stuff like your body's temple, the Holy Spirit, uh, encouragement, like, you know, you began the race, let's finish it. Like that, that sort of idea, right? So I'm reading this, uh, this day one. And I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. I'm really feeling encouraged by this. It's asking me, like, what are your goals? Like, you know, thinking about, like, if you lose a pound a week, like, how, like, they're, they're like, what's your goal? You have to write your goal down, like all this smart goal type stuff, right? So I write down my goal. <clears throat> I put it in my Fitbit app. And it's like, if you lose a pound a week, how many weeks would it take to do it, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. So it would take 10 weeks, right? So... I'm writing down my goal, I'm getting all these, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. These great things from Benjamin Franklin, right? Um, so then I get down to the bottom of this uh, of this first day. It is I was right, 21 day weight loss, God's God's way. 21 day weight loss, God's way. This challenge. So all encouraged by this. The last paragraph in this Bible study says, "Join me, Kathy Morenzi." And hundreds of like-minded, health-conscious Christian women as we go through these principles together in our private Facebook group. And I go, what? <laughs> like, there's nothing in the plan that says it's for women. Uh, there's nothing that indicates that other than, like, there's a picture of this lady, Kathy Morenzi, on the cover. But it doesn't say, like, weight loss for women. So I'm like, I have this moment of, do I stop this? Or do I keep going? And I said, first of all, like, I really enjoyed this, this first day of the Bible study. <clears throat> Second of all, this is hilarious. <laughs> so here I am. I'm on day, uh, day five <laughs> of the uh, healthy, and here's all it says, healthy by design, weight loss God's way, Christian weight loss plan and Bible study, Kathy Morenzi. So it's nothing about women, but that's what it's called. So... I'm going to continue doing that throughout Lent. I'm going to be uh, walking with the with these uh, my fellow women <laughs> in Christ. I was like, I think maybe you need to come out with an alter ego now, like maybe Tanya. I don't know something something hey. great. <laughs> I think I'd get in trouble if I kept that <laughs> kept that going on. So uh, her name could be Taylor. <laughs> that is true. So um, I wanted to share a couple of things from this Bible study that I that I've been reading. Right. So here's uh, just the things that I wanted to share from my women's weight loss Bible study. <laughs> the girls' mics are muted, but they're laughing like crazy. It's throwing me off. So uh, here's a quote from Edward Stanley. It says, if you keep quiet. Uh, no, that's not it, Taylor. Okay. Those who think that they have no time for bodily exercise will sooner or later have to find time for illness. And you know how I know that's true? I haven't made time for exercise, and guess who's been sicker more often than he used to be? 
Donald Trump. I'm just kidding. It's me. It's me, guys. It's me. I know he just got his physical, but I'm talking about me. Um, and here's here's one thing that I thought was really interesting. For like, we're talking about growth in the spiritual life. Like, what are we going to do for Lent? How are we going to grow in our faith life this Lent? <clears throat> the one today says that God says in Exodus 23, 30, I will drive them out little by little until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. So he's talking about them going into, into expanding the, like going into the promised land, expanding their, like where the Israelites live. And he says, I'm going to drive them out little by little. It's one of the, like kind of like odd things in the story of salvation. It's like God wanted them to go to the promised land. Most of us know about the 40 years, like you're wandering in the desert, right? Like it takes them a long time because they were, you know, making golden calves and all these kinds of things, right? But then we think, oh, yeah, then they got to the promised land. It's like, well, they did, but like other people lived there. <laughs> there were like dozens of other tribes of people, like other kingdoms that that were living in the Holy Land, that were living in the promised land. But God, like, and like what the question, like, why didn't God just like clear out the land so that they could live there? And it was a slow process over time. It says, I will drive them out little by little until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. So the question in this Bible study was like, why would an all-powerful God take his time to act? And the answer that they gave in my favorite women's Bible study, God understands that to be victorious, certain skills must be developed, such as persistence, patience, strategy, and submission. So for us to grow, like in the same way that I'm not going to go from me currently to running a 5K tomorrow, like it's going to take the process over the next eight weeks to 18 years for me to be able to run a 5K, right? It's going to take work from me to do that. And over the course of that time, like I'm going to be building up my persistence, my patience, um, and just my saying, my submission of saying no to the things I want, eating whatever I want and sitting on the couch all the time. So this Lent, like how can God help drive out the little imperfections in you little by little? Hey, uh, this that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, we didn't have enough time to get to Father Jared Cook this week. Maybe next week. Uh, we'll be back then. See ya! Hey, it's Taylor. Thanks so much for listening today. Whether you're listening on the podcast or the radio, two things you can do to help me out. One, tell your friends about this podcast if you like it. It's the best way for people to find out about it. Two, if you are listening on the podcast, uh, go give it a rating, please. It would really help me out. Thanks, and I'll be back next week.